Welcome to another episode of the Scripting Them podcast. In this episode, I want to cover several phrases that, as a developer who's part of a team, you should never say, either to your colleagues, either to your um, engineering manager, to your manager, to whoever is above you, essentially, in the hierarchy, because they just, they're just wrong, you know? So let's get started and you'll see what I mean. The first one is one that I I heard several times actually uh, while working as an engineering manager. And that's, uh, sorry I'm late. I went out partying last night. So yeah, it's true that, that this particular phrase usually comes from young developers, essentially young people who like to Uh, go out late and um, yeah that might date me for saying that <laughs> but the problem is you know the problem is not because you're young not because you're like like to go out and party and, and you're perfectly fine doing it this is not about not doing that this is about not saying it so here's why if you're part of a team if you're you know if you're expected to show up the next day because you're needed you know you're part of a team so you're needed for whatever task whatever it's your responsibility just saying that you went out partying and and that's because you're late maybe you're an hour late maybe you're half a day late whatever it just shows you don't really care about the project it just shows you don't which is worse it just shows you don't really care about the team itself about your colleagues because if you're not there Someone else is picking up your slack. Someone else is trying to fill the void you left because you went out partying. So again, and I, I don't want this to be misunderstood. Go out if you want to go out. I'm not saying you should not go out. All I'm saying is if you're going to be late, just make sure if you're late because of a selfish reason such as this, then... Um, All you're sharing, all you're showing is that you just don't care about your colleagues. So, yeah, that's number one. Number two is one that I said myself many times while I was learning and while I was getting started as a developer. But we've always done it this way, man. So, I'm telling you that we just found a problem with the project. We just found a problem with the algorithms that we have. And your response is that you've always done it that way. Um, don't use that as a justification, you know. The problem with this phrase is that it shows that you knew this was wrong. It shows that you understood that this is how it's been done all this time. And you just chose to ignore it, chose to accept it, you know. If you're... If you're a junior developer or a senior developer, it just doesn't matter. You should always have a voice in your team. You should always have, or you should always feel comfortable enough in, within your team to raise your hand and say, you know, I know we've always been doing it this way, but it's just wrong. You know, they, this is, there's a problem with this algorithm. There's a problem with it, the way we're doing this. And that shows proactivity. That shows you care about doing things the right way. And, you know, if you just ignore it, if your manager comes and say, you know, we found this problem, 
and the answer is but you know this is how it's always been done and you're just showing you didn't you never cared you knew about it and you never cared so that's not the proactive that's not the proactivity that's reactivity uh and that's usually not something that it's good when you're part of a team you know the more proactive you are and not i'm not saying be proactive on doing things without asking you know without saying what you're going to do i'm saying raise your hand ask for for permission or at least flag issues whenever you see them make sure that the right people know about it and if for some reason they decide to ignore it then at least you know that there is a reason for it now another another phrase that is usually not the right one you know is it's not my fault you know um look unless you're directly being targeted and reprimanded somehow for something that you didn't do then saying it's not my fault or you know it's close cousin i didn't do it that's probably not the best thing to say even if it's you know a front-end issue and you're a back-end developer you can probably do something to help test it or debug it essentially all i'm saying is and and it, this goes goes back to my previous point you're part of a team you're usually part of a team you know if this is happening to you so just saying i don't know this is not my fault turning around and, and just continue with your work as if your work didn't affect others and others didn't affect yours it's just wrong it's not the right way to do it um i'm i'm not also saying that you should just stop whatever you're doing and then immediately try to solve a problem that you didn't cause and that's probably that maybe it's outside even of your area of expertise all i'm saying is you should try at least to be as helpful as you can if you have your own priorities which you probably do and solving this problem collides with those priorities you know at least try to help troubleshoot the problem help test it at least for a couple of minutes trying to figure out what's wrong or just look at the code i don't know there, there are a thousand things you can try and do that will not mess with your priorities and if they do you can always raise your hand again Uh, if you're part of a team and say, you know, maybe we should reprioritize this. Maybe we should, um, uh, you know, move the focus of my work for the time being. I want to try to help this. It shouldn't be your, <clears throat> it shouldn't be you saying, I don't want to work on this. It should be your manager saying, you know, you should not work on this because we have other people to worry about. But thank you for offering. That's a whole different attitude there now another thing that you should never either say or show <clears throat> is the fact that you're bored and this happens you know software development is not always attractive it's not always fun let's face it there are times that you'll be working maybe with legacy code um, or just doing tasks or or working on, on, on features that are just boring you know the fact that you're working on them is not the problem the problem is that you're letting others see that you're getting bored and again the fact that you're getting bored is not the problem 
you can't magically not get bored. And that's, that's again, not the problem. The problem is that people are seeing you get bored. And there are things that you can do. You know, even if what you're doing is a trivial task, there are always ways to turn an, uh, a simple or mind-boggling task into something new, something interesting. You can try a new way of coding. You can try you can try to use a library you've never used. You can try to create a you know your own library to do this. Always clearly we're talking about keeping things under the timeline that you're giving. Just don't over engineer things just to make them fun. But there are ways in which you can you know, find a twist to what you're doing to make it interesting to you. That will motivate you to do a better work. It will show proactivity, which is something that we've talked about already. It will show you that you're self-started. Maybe, you know, you're writing code and updating the documentation of whatever you're working on, or you're creating a documentation that never existed in at the same time. And, you know, if you try things, if you try to, you know, use new things that you've never done. Essentially, take this mind-boggling, trivial task and turn it into something that is taking you outside of your comfort zone, which is, you know, if you stay inside, that's essentially what's making you bored. That's essentially the boring thing. You're not, you're not innovating for yourself. So just try to push yourself out of that comfort zone. It shows that you have a passion for learning new things. Even when you don't think that others are seeing it, they are. Your manager, your colleagues, your senior developers, they're going to notice. And they're, gonna, they're probably going to like that. They're probably going to like your attitude. And they're going to keep that in mind when there is a new thing, when there is something new to do. Don't remember that. So <clears throat> the last phrase that you should never say, and let me emphasize that, because this one is <laughs> this one is a trigger phrase for me. You should never say this either as part of a team or even <laughs> as a conversation with other developers. Is, but it's a random bug. It happens randomly. It breaks randomly. Look, I don't know who taught you programming. I don't know. How you got to be a developer? Don't get this the wrong way, you know. Don't don't get offended by this. But software development is not random. Computers don't work with randomness. In fact, if you try to create randomness, you know, in your favorite programming language, that's not gonna be a random number. It's gonna be a pseudo random because <laughs> there is no way for you, or at least, to easily create randomness. So when we tend to think and say that a bug is random, that it happens randomly, all we're saying is we just haven't really figured out the root cause for that bug. We just don't know really how it happens. We know it happens sometimes related to some actions that we do, maybe. And maybe we can see the problem and, and you know, we can put workarounds to solve that problem. But as long as we keep 
thinking that is random. We, it means it just means we've not really figured out the cause for that problem. So we haven't really fixed the bug. So next time you're faced with a random, quote unquote, random bug, just go deeper. Keep pushing, keep digging until you actually find the root cause of the problem. Once you find it, you'll know, you'll see there's no randomness attached to it. Unless you're dealing with some kind of, you know, hardware programming that deals with, you know, under extreme conditions and those, you know, the, these extreme conditions are affecting the hardware, which is affecting maybe the, the way it works. If you're just a web developer, chances are <clears throat> your bug isn't random. Like 99.9999% of the times that bug has a specific, very specific reason and you're just not finding it. Heck, sometimes, it, and I'll be the first to, to admit it, sometimes just going deep enough to find the cause of the problem, uh, it's just too expensive essentially. It takes you too, too long and putting patches around it to make it stable enough, it's what you need, especially if it's a bug in production and you need to fix it quickly and so on. But keep in mind that the more patches you add and the less random bugs you fix, the more unstable is gonna be your system because you're just, you still have those bugs. You haven't fixed them. You haven't removed the errors in the logic that are causing this pseudo randomness to happen. So without me getting too triggered, remember there are no random bugs. They're just bugs waiting to be fixed. And that's it. That's the last one. And I hope you never have to say it again. I hope that as usual, this episode was useful. You got some insight out of it. And in the meantime, I'll catch you on the next one. Have fun coding. And that was it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to rate the podcast in your favorite podcasting app so that it can reach more developers. In the meantime, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter or X, as people call it, just look for me at deleteman123. And that's it. Thank you and catch you on the next one.